0: SECTION 36 OF THE LIVING ANIMALS OF THE WORLD, VOLUME 1. THIS IS A LIBRIVOX RECORDING. ALL LIBRIVOX RECORDINGS ARE IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN. FOR MORE INFORMATION, OR TO VOLUNTEER, PLEASE VISIT LIBRIVOX.ORG. RECORDING BY LARRY WILSON. THE LIVING ANIMALS OF THE WORLD, VOLUME 1. MAMMALS. BY CHARLES LEWIS CORNISH, EDITOR. TAPERS AND Hyrax by W.P. Pyecraft, A.L.S.F.Z.S. Tapers are odd-looking creatures, and strange as it may seem, are nevertheless related on the one hand to the rhinoceroses, and on the other to the horses. They are furthermore extremely interesting animals, because they have undergone less modification of form than any other members of the group to which they belong. This we know because fossil tapers belonging to a very remote period of the world's history, are practically indistinguishable from those now living. The general form of the body may perhaps be described as pig-like. The head, too, suggests that animal. But the pig's snout is here produced into a short proboscis, or trunk. The feet are quite unlike those of the pig, and resemble those of the rhinoceros. The forefeet have each four, and the hind feet three toes these are all encased in large horse-like hoofs the tail is reduced to a mere stump tapers are shy and inoffensive animals living in the seclusion of dense forests in the neighborhood of water in which element they are quite at home indeed it is said that they will frequently dive and walk along the bed of the river they are also fond of wallowing in mud partly it is believed that they may encase themselves with it as a protection against the annoyance of flies they feed on shoots of trees, bushes, leaves, and fallen fruits, foraging during the evening and possibly far into the night. Tapers are hunted by the natives for the sake of their thick hides, which are cut into thongs for reins and bridles. The flesh also is esteemed by some. There are three methods of capture. In South America, the lasso is used with occasional success, but when not foiled by undergrowth, the hunter often loses his victim by reason of the violence and force of its rush, which snaps the thong. The gauchos intercept it with dogs on its way to the water, when it will fight furiously, and many dogs may be killed before its dispatch is accomplished. Others imitate its peculiar shrill call and shoot it on its approach in answer thereto. Captives are easily tamed and may be seen walking about the streets in many South American towns. They wander into the forest by day, returning in the evening to be fed, and are said to display great affection. On account of their great strength, it has been suggested that such captives should be used as beasts of burden. Except the Malayan taper, which is black and white, tapers are black or dark brown in color, and but scantily clothed with hair. But the young, it is interesting to note, are spotted and striped with white or fawn color on a dark ground, a coloration recalling that of the wild pig. There are five different species of tapir. Their geographical distribution is remarkable, four species being South American and one belonging to the Malayan region. But far back in the world's history, as we know from fossils, tapirs roamed over the warm and temperate regions of Europe, and their remains have been found in China. And the United States. Thus, the intervening gaps existing today have been made by the extinction of these intermediate species. By nature, the taper appears to be a harmless and inoffensive animal, flying even before the smallest dog. Occasionally, however, it displays great courage and ferocity, and this appears to be especially the case with females deprived of their young. At such times they will charge with great spirit, and knock down, trample on, and bite their victim after the fashion of wild swine. Man alone excepted, the most deadly foe of the American Taper is the jaguar, as is the tiger of the Malay species. The American Taper often gets rid of the jaguar by rushing at full speed into the dense jungle, thus sweeping its assailant from its back. The jaguar's claws finding but an insecure hold on its victim's thick hide. Tapirs are often found bearing scars all over the back, witnessing the terrible nature of the wounds received at such times. That the tapir is a comparatively unknown animal is partly accounted for by the fact that it is but little sought after by the big game hunter, who finds more excitement in pursuit of its larger relative, the rhinoceros, and partly perhaps owing to its inhabiting regions, comparatively little visited by Europeans. Nevertheless, the taper is an animal of quite peculiar interest, having undergone but little change during long ages, whilst its ally the horse has effected in the same time a complete transformation, not only in its general shape, but more especially in its teeth and feet. The gradual steps by which this transformation has been brought about we can trace through certain fossil forms, of which we can say little here. Amongst these fossils occur remains of an animal bearing a very strong resemblance to the living taper, but which, strangely enough, is not really so closely related thereto as to the horses. It does not, however, stand in the direct line of descent of these latter, but must be regarded as representing a collateral branch thereof. The occurrence of this distinct taper-like animal is of great scientific interest. The short stout legs and spreading toes of the living tapers, rhinoceroses, An ancestral horse are admirably adapted for plodding deliberately over soft and yielding ground, such as is afforded by reed beds and banks of rivers, or the shady depths of forests. Speed in such surroundings is not necessary, food in plenty being always at hand, and escape from enemies being sought by concealment in thick herbage rather than flight. With the migration to drier and higher plains, the spreading foot has undergone a change. The short legs and numerous toes have given place to long ones, and of the several toes, growth has taken place in one only, the third, whilst the others have slowly dwindled, till eventually only traces of the second and fourth remain, as in the modern horse. Thus has a firmer support over hard, unyielding ground been brought about, and great speed gained. The animals with this type of foot, in which the third is the largest toe, Are known as the odd-toed hoofed animals. The pigs, sheep, deer, and oxen have gained an equally efficient foot, yet retaining four toes. Of these, the third and fourth are equal in size and serve as a support to the body, whilst the second and fifth have now become functionless and do not reach the ground. This type of foot characterizes that group of the hoofed animals known as the even-toed. The hyrax this is one of the most remarkable of living mammals, and one of the greatest puzzles to zoologists, having no near-living relatives. Though bearing some resemblance to an earless rabbit, it really belongs to the hoofed animals, and amongst them comes perhaps somewhat nearer the rhinoceros than to any other animal. It is the cony of the Bible. It inhabits the rocky districts of Syria and parts of Africa. It is a vegetable feeder, and very wary. About a dozen species are known. End of section 36